The Eat Free, Live Fears podcast, hosted by Leslie Jordan Garcia. This is a weekly podcast that wants to help you nourish your mind, body, and soul, starting with what you put in your belly. Hi, it's your girl, Leslie, and I am welcoming you back, or maybe for the first time, to the Eat Free, Live First podcast. Typically, I talk about how you can nourish to flourish by starting with what you put in your belly, but as a holistic wellness and nutrition coach, I know that eating is not the only domain in your life, right? There are multiple dimensions of wellness. A lot of people coach to seven or eight. I personally coach to 10. I coach to the physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, occupational, social, intellectual domains, as well as environmental domains, cultural domains. And last but not least, I always like to include your domain of creativity because it just enriches your life so much. So that's a lot of different areas in your life and they all converge in this big wheel, right? So as a holistic coach, I want you to have goals for most of those areas, but I also want them to be balanced so that you are thriving in each of those domains or dimensions of your wellness because they all make up your overall wellness. So today I have on my holistic coach hat and this week we've been focusing on how to set up a good solid plan so that you can create a vision board and manifest those goals that you want for this year. Immediately, people want to dive in on January 1st. And I implore you, like I often say to my nine-year-old, slow down, wait a minute. Let's see what's going on here. Too often when we charge in, when it would be better to assess where we are first. That means looking back to see where we have come from. And while it can be sometimes a little painful or maybe even a little disappointing to see how the last year went, it's necessary because you cannot know where you're going to go and definitely not how you're going to get there if you don't take stock of where you're coming from. So even though we're two weeks into the year, you have plenty of time to get this year together, get your life. So before you prepare to just jump in, with some random resolutions or goals. Most people I know are already, you know, off (laughs) of their track where they started on January 1. We are going to do it the smart way and take some time to reassess our lives. And I'm going to give you some steps to help you set up yourself for success. And if you are like me and want to make that vision board, you're going to have an opportunity to join the live workshop on January 27th at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can build your board with us. But if you're going to do it on your own or even just write it out in your planner, I have a fresh brand new passion planner, no affiliation, no affiliate link. I just love that planner that I like to put my vision board in because I want it with me wherever I go. All right. So for this reason, I found that I prefer to set my annual goals a little bit later in the year or in the month, excuse me, in the month. January 1, my kids are still at home. They're underfoot. I can't do anything until I've cleared out all the holiday uh, residual clutter and effects and 
clean my house and get it together. Marie Kondo definitely is on something about this decluttering. It really does make a big difference. So I go a little bit later and I set my annual goals or resolutions, if that's a word you use. It's not a dirty word. A couple of weeks into the year. So here we are. My schedule's back on track. The little ones in school. We will have this extended weekend coming up for MLK, but you know that's just one day, and I'm I have uh, my goals are set, my schedule set. She's gonna have to tag along with me that day. All right. So these are some things that I consider. So I'm, I'm asking you to consider them again. Um, for me, I do them alone for my own personal goals, of course, and then any goals that um, I need my husband's uh, money. Um, or his muscles, um, I confer with him on some of those goals. So first thing I always consider are obligations. What are those things that I have to do or I really, really, really should be doing? Um, of course, obligations include financial obligations. But other than that, do I volunteer at, over here or over here? Some of those things are things I like to consider as I plan out my goals. Um, sponsorships or extended families. Are there going to be anything that changes in the year? One of the goals I have for this year is to become a foreign exchange student host. So those are things that I'm going to consider as I set my goals. This is also the time you can ditch some of these obligations. If they feel like more of a burden, it is time to unload them. And that may feel challenging. After all, no one, none of us want to let anybody else down. But this is your life. This is your life. This is your year. And it's time to choose you a little bit instead of someone else's want. So if that's how you prioritize your time. It's your time. You're not doing it if you really don't want to or if that's not a priority for you. I've already mentioned it, but again, Finances. Finances are something you have to consider in your goals. If you have a goal, take some epic vacation or and make a huge investment or purchase, finances will play a part in that. So if you wish you had more money, but you can't or don't want to work more to get it, you've got to look at your finances. Is there somewhere you can trim the fat or um, is there a skill that maybe you decide that you want to invest in yourself and boost up? Quite often, little wants eventually start to feel like big needs. So scan through your last year's bank statements. Make notes of those recurring payments. Um, you may actually cry a little bit when you see how much you've spent on unnecessary things throughout the year. But again, you've got to look back to know where you're at and know where you're going and how you are going to get there. Budget. Budget for those occasional treats for you and your family. Um shopping therapy and god knows amazon got enough of my money these past you know 21 months of the pandemic but if it's a financial burden or a obstacle that is preventing you from doing something that you really want to do we're at the front of the year and now's the time to fix it so make a list of all the ways you could cut back or where you can cut back without that feeling of deprivation if you feel deprived you're gonna crack you're gonna crack early and you're gonna go on a binger so Things that you know you could do without and you won't miss. So look at those things. Example, could you eat out two nights a week instead of four? If that's what you're doing, we cook, I cook. It is essential that you shop for clothes. Is it, I'm sorry, is it essential that you shop for clothes every single month? 
And I know some of y'all are out there like, yeah, it is, but is it? Okay. Well, if that's a priority for you, then that means that those are resources that are being allocated for clothes that aren't going to be allocated for your vacation or for your home or new car or paying down debt or whatever it is. How much could you save if you took your lunch to work three days a week instead of getting takeout? And not to be a lunch snob, I always like people who are still eating out every day for lunch. I'm just like, wow, mm, what goals do you have? I always think, what goals do they have? Do you find it fun to have four bazillion TV channels? These are just a few of the ways you can trim some of your expenses so that you can save or purchase or invest in things that matter more to you than those things. I can say here, this was something I did just last week and I did not realize how many subscriptions I had through Amazon Prime. And I have, guys, I, I'm an Anglophile. I love British TV. Oh my gosh. And how many British channels did I have? And then I had expanded to French TV channels and I do not speak French. And it was, I was like right there, I quickly saved over $50 in subscriptions. And I was like, oh, okay, that is that's $50 that I can do something else with. And it, and that took me about five minutes just by looking at my Amazon account. And lastly, you're going to look at your dreams and goals. You're going to look at the things that you accomplished last year. You're going to look at the things that you didn't accomplish last year that you wanted to. So you're going to look here and see if there's any dream or goal that you just didn't allocate enough time for or that you didn't have any other resource for like money or training and education. Um, and really decide where you want to go this year. If that was you, you've taken some of my advice, hopefully on this, and you've reevaluated those obligations of finances. So maybe you now have money to go back to school or take a course in something or, you know, hire a coach to help you get there faster. So hopefully you're starting to see what was holding you back. You start to see some patterns emerge. And now you can have a heart-to-heart -heart with yourself. This is a private conversation. What do you really, really want? What is really important to you? I always advise my clients at this point to really check in with your own personal beliefs and values. Do you value adventure? Or do you value fashion? Do you value investments or planning for your retirement or for the future? Or do you... And are you being authentic in your goals and with your time? So consider all of those things now while you have the year and subsequent years, right? Laying ahead of you. Now is the time to clarify, prioritize, and focus. So visualizing is a concept that can really help you. It can be a powerful way to help you focus your energy and manifest those dreams. I use the vision board as a visualization tool because I'm not a visual person otherwise. I can't conjure up a lot of imagery in my mind. I don't work that way. But if I have it laid out for me, I can then focus on that. Vision boards are sometimes called goal maps or goal boards, and they have been used in various ways and forms for generations. 
as you know, new things crop up, just like this term that we've been hearing for the last couple of years, self-care. People have always done self-care. <laughs> Those who've done it have always done it. Just look different. So it wasn't a buzzword or phrase that way, right? So you're going to take your opportunity right here and look at where you want to go across those dimensions, right? Do you have physical goals? Do you have emotional goals? Think of it. You may not have a goal for all 10 areas, but you may have at least one big goal from for all those areas or for a lot of those areas. As you map out your goals, I always work no, I say always. I have, once I started, I've never gone back. Work in 12-week chunks. So in a year, in a calendar year or in, you know, 365 days from your starting point, there are four sprints. There are 52 weeks. And how I use those 52 weeks are I start with 12 weeks. That's, those are the weeks that I'm working towards the goals, right? That 13th week is a review week. I look at all the progress I made, how often, how hard it was, how successful I feel if I've built in these habits, how far I've come. And I use that 13th week to review. And then I use those 13 weeks to say, oh, okay, this is what I need to be working on the next, the upcoming 12 weeks. And then I have another 12 week sprint, 90 days. That's 12 weeks sounds like 90 days. It's just three months. I have another sprint. Then I have a week off to review, reflect, plan, and adjust. And that do that, you know, repeatedly. So you have four sprints a year. Even if I have a year-long goal and one goal um, I'll share is that I want to, I'm in business for myself and I want to be able to make $30,000 this year in my business. It's a new business. I do not expect to go from uh, $50 to six figures in a year. I'm not crazy. So I want to make $30,000, right? Okay. So for me, I would say, oh, okay, that's $7,500 a sprint. Over 12 weeks, I need to figure out how I can make $7,500. Right there, I've already chunked that goal down into something so much more accomplishable. So now I can create those actual actionable steps to get to 7,500. What does that look like? Uh, am I showing up consistently posting on social media? I'm building my audience. I'm offering um, tools and value to my audience and I'm sending emails. I'm also offering myself and my services and letting people know, hey, I'm giving a lot of stuff away for free and that's cool, but I'm also open for business. So uh, that means maybe someone responds to an ad or responds to a post and I nurture that lead. I follow up with them. I create those relationships. I do all those things and I block time out in my day every day to do those things that will grow my business, right? And then, you know, those are the things that will create income and then hopefully I will hit those target goals. I may not hit my first quarter goal, then that 13th week I review and say, oh, well, I could have done this or, oh, I didn't show up really strong here. Or, or I realize, hey, for my target audience, this isn't working. I can take that off my 
agenda and double down on the things that actually brought me a return on my investment of time and money, correct? So that's how I use that spread. So I never am really working on more than three big goals at a time. So because for me, I need to build those habits. So that's how I do it. And that's just one way. So then maybe I make $5,000. And so then the next month I'm like, oh, okay, well, I still have $25,000 to make over the rest of this year. So maybe now I'm make, looking at making 8,500 the next three quarter uh, quarters so I can make my goal. So it's just a little bit of adjustment. And that's how I set my goals. By now, most of us have heard the acronym or mnemonic SMART for specific, measurable, achievable, <clears throat> excuse me, relevant, and time-bound goals, SMART, S-M-A-R-T. I coach my clients to make smarter goals, S-M-A-R-T-E-R. And I add the E, the E stands for um, evaluate or examine what you have done. And then R in that review and reset. So you get a chance to evaluate, make sure that things are going well, and then you get a chance to adjust if they're not. So I like to work like that. So as you endeavor to make this your best year yet, um, and you decide to use a vision board or something similar to that, some of the things you need to consider as you plan out your year and your goals is that your goals need to be tied to something that will work on your subconscious. So that's why I like vision boards because I can picture myself or at least imagine or, you know, recall that picture of the beach vacation or, you know, the, the new car, whatever it is on my board. Your subconscious loves to work in terms of images and pictures. And so having some visual reminders, whether it's just a single picture in your planner or on your laptop, and you can even make virtual boards nowadays, will be extremely helpful. It kind of keeps what you're working towards in the forefront of your mind and in your subconscious mind. It should be positive. Your goals should be worded in a positive way and they should evoke posi positive emotions from you when you think about them or, or can imagine what it will feel like when you have accomplished those. Those types of emotional, positive emotional responses will help fuel your motivation to get your goals checked off and achieve your dreams. Your goals also need to be strategic. You need to be thinking about, are there any gaps from where you are currently to where you want to be? And those gaps could be money. They could be that type of resource. They could also be training or education. They could be time. They could be any type of resource. But you need to be strategic. If you are a 20-year-old who's in um, community college and you need to make six figures as a PhD, that's probably not going to happen in this year. So... So you need to finish where you are and make a plan. I know, deferred gratification. Oh my gosh, it is tough. It's tough in this instantaneous world, but it is true. Some good things come to those who wait, but it also better things come to those who plan and act. They also need to be your personal goals. 
this these it doesn't work to have goals that are goals that someone else has for you i can tell you my parents wanted me to be an attorney and that just even though i liked it i like the law i studied political science for a while and even took the LSAT and got accepted in the law school but that just wasn't really what i wanted to do and so their goal for me just i had to let it go as my own personal goal it just didn't fit with what i wanted to do so your board needs to be tied to you strongly you need to be um excited about these goals and these goals need to have a personal meaning to you they need to be aligned with your personal values and while we're influenced by our families and parents and loved ones we don't all the time share their values so these goals need to be tied to your personal values So I just wanted to give you some of those tips. And if you are interested in joining the vision board workshop, or if you're interested in receiving that planning document, it's uh, about 30 pages of planning documents and it walks you through your past year, who you are now, who you would like to be. And it talks as some probing questions across several dimensions. If you're interested in that, all you need to do is shoot me an email at leslie at ljordanenterprise.com. That is leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, at ljordan, like Michael, enterprise, like Star Trek, and dot com. So I will drop, of course, all of my information or always in the show notes so you can click on some links when you get to a place of, or from your phone if you scroll down to the notes that is all i have to share with you today i hope that you are able ready willing to make 2022 your best year yet and i hope that the tools that i'm offering to you for free are useful to you and help you do so i'm signing off for now have a great week we'll be back next week Have a blessed night. Thank you for listening to the Eat Free, Live Fierce podcast, where you will always be encouraged to feed your hunger and soothe your soul.